Psalm 19 is about the glory of God and it's in three main themes. Um, the first verses one to six is about the glory of God in creation. And then six to 11 about the glory of God in the law. And then 12 to 14, the glory of God in a humble, obedient heart. So the psalm starts with David declaring the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. And I think this is where we can have fellowship with all people. It doesn't matter their creed or their colour or their background or their experience, that we can all enjoy the beauty of God in creation. And um, that's what we're experiencing in the, in the Sinai. Though the Bedouin have uh, been Muslims for hundreds of years, um, when we go walking in the mountains and, you know, observe the animals and we camp out in the desert and watch the stars or we go swimming on the, off the coral and look at the abundance of fish or we drink tea and eat fruit together, we can praise God for the beauty of his creation. And uh, that's the same with the, the tourists that come, the hippies and the new age people to the Sinai. We all appreciate together the beauty of creation. And um, David emphasizes the sun, saying it's like a bridegroom and a champion. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. And nothing is deprived of its warmth. And uh, in the springtime, that is so true. If we observe the um, trees and the flowers and the grasses responding um, to the um, increasing sunlight and all bending towards the sun to uh, suck up that energy. And if we reflect about it, there is nothing in the earth that is not dependent and benefiting and blessed by the sun's energy and warmth. You know, all the weather and the seasons, all dependent on the sun. But David goes beyond that, the God in creation, to God in the law. The, the Lord has revealed himself in time and space, in human history, over and over again, giving his law, revealing his good and, um, and beautiful purposes. And David says, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting, reviving, refreshing the soul and who doesn't need a refreshed soul and uh, it says the statutes of the Lord are trustworthy making wise the simple and I just briefly reflect on myself and my family we are quite simple people but we have been greatly blessed by the word of God and it gives us courage uh, to do some things that we wouldn't do without the word of God and to refrain from things we wouldn't refrain if we didn't have the word of God. And through that, God gives us life in all its fullness and saves and delivers us from some of the griefs in the world. So I'm immensely grateful for the word of God. And um, he says it is more precious than gold and sweeter than honey. Um, and sometimes we go to the fridge for those puddings and uh, chocolates and ice cream. But David goes to the word of God uh, to be refreshed. And then in verse 12, there is a turning point. 
Um, he says, but who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults and keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgressions. And David, I think he realizes that the glory of God in creation and the world and the word is not enough. He also needs to uh, relate to God directly in prayer, asking for forgiveness for his hidden faults and asking the Lord to keep him um, from willful sins. And uh, he finishes with the highlight of the, the psalm, which is, May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. David knew that um, the Lord was his strength and was his redeemer. And he knew that success in life ultimately was being able to see and speak about the glory of God from his heart uh, in creation, in the law and uh, from his heart. Amen.